Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Shamai, hello, and welcome to this podcast. I'm your host, Sam Cook. Over the next half an hour, you'll be hearing from some of this country's biggest stars. From where they got their big break, to struggles that they may have faced along the way. In this episode, we'll be putting reality TV star and Love Island winner Liam Reardon in the spotlight. Liam, happy Friday. Happy Friday. How are you? I'm not too bad. We've done it. We've reached the end of the week. But ironically, I'm actually working the weekend. So it's sort of bittersweet this Friday. It's not a fr- yeah, I'm with a Friday feeling yet then. I haven't. How are you celebrating your Friday? Um, I'm actually in Wales at the moment. Um, I've had to pop home for only for two days, but I'm actually leaving as soon as as soon as we're done. I go head back to Essex. Um, it's Friday, so most people are working from home. So hopefully the roads will be you know quiet, quietish. Hopefully there's no crashes on the M25. And yeah, go um get back to Essex, and I got stuff to do this afternoon, and then I'm gonna enjoy my weekend. And for you, Panda events uh, must be consuming your life at the minute. That's such a big thing. So talk to us a little bit more about that and kind of how it all came about. Yeah, it's taken up a lot of my time, which I don't mind. You know, it's something I'm working towards and, and something which I really want. So I've always enjoyed a party, you know, the party scene. I like going out. And, you know, when I went to, I went to work on Ocean Beach back in 2019. And... um that kind of really opened my eyes up to it. It was like, I was like, this place is unbelievable. And, you know, Tony Truman and um, and the team who set that up have done an amazing job. And, um, yeah, seeing that, I was like, wow, imagine having something like this. You know, what I'm, what I'm doing is on a much smaller scale. But, uh, you know, still, you got to dream big. Um, and, yeah, obviously, I went on Love Island then in 2021. And, you know, I've been doing things, you know, doing new opportunities, which I never thought I'd be doing. And now I've just kind of led down to uh, start my own event. And, you know, this first one is going to be an all-day music event. Right, it starts at four, finishes at ten. Um, we've got a range of different acts. We've got DJs, saxophone, bongo player, um, dancers. You know, we've got, you know, loads of different, you know, drink going on. And that, from this, then I want to do brunches, bottomless dinners, and just, you know, really go for it. You know, in, in Wales, we've got some great nights out, great venues, so we don't always have regular fun events to go to. So yeah, the first one is a, a day I beat the classics. Where's your favourite night out to go in Wales? Um, Can't beat a live lounge Cardiff night for me. No, oh, it's a peppermint night for me. Really? Okay, Cardiff. bougie. Yeah, can't, yeah. Be, can't be peppermint. They got the, the outdoor bit, they got the inside. It's just, uh, it's in a prime location right down the corner. You jump off the train and you got peppermint, mocha, but peppermint's the best. No, I mean, I've had some good nights in Peppermint and you've also, that whole Mill Lane bit as well, it stays open a bit longer, doesn't it? Yeah, Mill Lane is great, you know. Like you've got um, 10 Mill Lane there, which is open till about five in the morning. I'm in bed by then, hopefully, usually. <laughs> I don't want to be out till five in the morning. You're chasing the high then, you're chasing the high. 
I know that middle lane is great and around the corner you've got like B at one and Dirty Martini, but uh, middle lane is where I spend most of my days. Can you go and enjoy a night out now after Love Island? Do people just come up to you all night asking for selfies and whatnot? Yeah, you, you can enjoy yourself, obviously, but um, it comes that comes with it now. Yeah, I do have a lot of people, you know, coming up for photos and having selfies, and it's it's okay, you know. It's just obviously sometimes you just want to have a drink and sit down and relax, and you know, when you got everyone coming up to you all the time, which I'm not, you know, it's it's, it's nice, obviously, and they're only being friendly. Um, it's just when when you start getting, when it sets about eleven, twelve o'clock, and you've had a few beers. And you saw a guy drunk and you get tagged in photos and the next day and you're like, your eyes oh. are shut in a photo. So it's not the best, uh, it's not the best thing to look at when uh, you're on a hangover. Do they warn you for that, producers? Once you finish the show, were they like, your life is going to change now? Yeah, you know, they, they don't say it to everyone because for everyone, they probably won't because, you know, I was there for the entirety of the show and obviously I went on to win the show. So, you know, my life was going to change, and and they did uh, tell us that, but nothing can really prepare you for it. You know, it's they can tell you all they want, but being told it and experiencing it is crazy. You know, I've been through the streets with you know myself and Millie, or myself and just anyone, and walking through the streets, and you've got people shouting, chasing you through the streets, like you know, just crowds of people are coming after you, and you're like, wow, this is it's crazy. You know, and, uh, you know, we still get, I, go, I walk in the street now and get stopped for photos and stuff. But when we first come out of the villa, it was like, you know, because at, at that point, you're like one of the hottest couples in the UK at that point, because, you know, you've won the biggest show in the UK and everybody's talking about you. So, yeah, it was just crazy, crazy feeling. You spoke about the opportunities there that the show has given you. You are now obviously doing this panda events um, and you're raising money for Valindra Cancer Centre. Why was it important for you to do this? Um, well, I do work with Valindra anyway. Um, you know, I've done runs and stuff and I'm planning on, I'm climbing Mount Tupacal in Morocco in October. So I'm raising money those ways. But I also wanted to, I thought like, you know, well, let's try and raise it some, you know, another way, of, you, know, a, you know, a fun way for everyone. Um, I'm not saying the the runs and the and the mountain climbing is not fun. I will enjoy that, but uh, something that can involve more people. And I thought, yeah, let's throw, let's throw the party, and um, you know, I'm actually we'll try and make a career out of it as well, and hopefully it goes really well. Um, but yeah, this first one is going to Valindra. Uh, the profits going to Valindra, and afterwards, then if if the event is taken off and doing well, then I'll still do my part of Valindra, you know, as much as I can. Um, but like I said, I'm giving this hundred percent and giving my everything, and and we'll see. It could nothing's promised, um, but I have a lot of plans to take it places, and we just gotta see where it can take me. But um, I, I've had two family members who have gone through cancer, and they were treated with Valindra, so um, it's close to our hearts. You know, they're not they're not a massive charity foundation, but you know they've got a small team, and they all really, well, they all work really hard at uh, trying to make a difference. So. That's something with uh, Valindra. Do you like being able to do different things now that you've come out of the villa and you've built this career as a reality TV star and then also you do the personal training, you do these events, you do loads of different things. Do you like that? Yeah, yeah. Like when I left school, I was straight on a building site. So up until 21, you know, the age of Love Island, that's all I knew was being a bricklayer. And um, 
and obviously now I get to you know do other things, you know, starting this event, which is you know something amazing. You know, I've had so many other opportunities, which opportunities which I'm very grateful for, and and yeah, it's just it's fun, it's nice, you know. But now I want to kind of really pave a career, and you know, I still want to do my my like the, the TV and and, and whatnot. Um, but I want to pave a career in something which is for myself as well. And your life changed immediately after winning Love Island, probably after going in Love Island. How? Well, the fact that everybody knows you. Um, everybody has an opinion to say about you. Everybody can judge you online, etc. Yeah, I wasn't a bricklayer from Merthyr Tidville. You know, a small town in Wales. I wasn't that bricklayer anymore. I was this guy who, you know, and, and then moved straight to Essex. I was doing advertisements on Instagram and stuff like that. And, and uh, yeah, things just changed. And you can't do certain things, which I used to do, because, you know, you've got to be, not saying I used to do anything really bad, but uh, you got to be very careful. you got to be very careful these days um, about what you're doing. And, you know, there's a lot of do's and don'ts. And, um, yeah, just uh, just the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm now seen as, you know, a person which a lot of people know, you know, like, I was kind of well known before in my town, but not not the extent of you know what I am now. And um, yeah, but lots of changes in positive ways, negative ways. But you know, I'm very grateful of the positives, and you know, the positives outweigh the negatives. Do you remember the moment that you got the call saying that you were going to go on it, and did you ever think that you'd win it? I actually got found when I was working out in Ocean Beach. I was out there working, and the casting team came out there looking for people, and they found me. And um, so I was meant to go on the, the winter one of 2020. But as it came to, I was like, mm, I don't really fancy it. Um, I just finished a season in Ibiza, you know, got back into work. And I was like, you know, I just didn't, just didn't fancy it. So um, didn't bother. And then the summer then of 2020, they came back and asked me again to go on. And I thought, yeah, let's do it. And I got to the end of the process. You know, I think I was going to go on, but then they cancelled it because of COVID. And then 2020, January 2021, I was in work on the building site. It was down with rain, freezing cold. And um, and I had a phone call saying, hi, Liam, are you still single? Do you want to go on the show? I was like, yes, get me on that show. And yeah, I went from there then. And um, no, I never in a million years thought I would win. I thought I'd be on there for three or four days. And, and then I'd be voted off. I just thought, you know, I'm, I'm a confident lad. But, you know, when it comes to, like, TV and, you know, being with these other big personalities from around the UK, I thought that would be, like, you know, a small fish in a big pond. And But, no, just myself on there. And and the, everyone was great. All the um, the cast were great. And, um, and I obviously went on to win the show, which I never thought in a million years I would. Not even when we were in the final. We were in the final. And I remember looking down the row. It was myself and Millie, Toby and Chloe, Tyler, Kaz, Faye and Teddy. And I was like, There's, I'll pro- we'll probably come third or fourth. And then all of a sudden, it was like, they called third and fourth place. And then it was my, it was me, Millie, Toby and Chloe left. And I was like, gosh, it's 50-50 here. And then, and then they called our names. And I remember just like, just, just laughing to myself. And Laura Whitmore, she said, uh, and the winner of Love Island 2021 is, and I just remember giggling to myself. I'm like, how am I in this position here? You know, like two months ago, three months ago, I was on a building site with a bunch of old men with no teeth. And uh, 
And now I'm on this bloody about to win the biggest show in the UK. And uh, it was just surreal. But it's not just it's the UK. It's massive all over the world. I've had people from America, people from Canada, Australia, and, and they all love watching the UK Love Island. And uh, so, yeah, I've had people from all over the world, like Cape Town and whatnot. It's, it's just, it's just it's crazy when the amount of people who know us, and I'm just like, that's just, it's just mad. You know, I'm just a guy from a town in Wales. I just think it's great what it does for Wales and people, people actually look into Wales and look where, where you're from. And for example, with this series, when they first announced the cast and there were no OG Welsh contestants, I was that's just right, like, yeah. well, what's that all about? Where are they? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice having a, you know, a Welsh, a Welsh from the OG. Like I come in on like the fourth day. So I can kind of a, kind of an OG-ish sort of. Uh, yeah, I take it. But um, yeah. And I'm obviously very Welsh. So, you know, the, the accent sticks out like a sore thumb. Um, but I think this year there's one Welsh boy. I think is this Scott. He's from yeah. North Wales. Yeah, the south is the south is better anyway. Well, <laughs> I agree. I obviously agree with that. But uh, there are people who would disagree. Um, and when you were on Love Island, you had this relationship blossom with Millie. Um, all went great up and down after Casa and more. We'll we'll talk more about that afterwards. So what was it about Millie in particular that you immediately resonated with? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm teasing. Um, I don't know, just she caught my eye as soon as she came in. And yeah, I was I was in there, I was coupled up with Faye. Faye was a lovely girl, but it wasn't romantically much there. I don't you know where it wasn't. Um, but she was a lovely girl. And I was kinda hoping someone would come in. And obviously Millie came in then and uh it was just I don't really hit it off from the start. We had our first date. You know, the day she came in, she had to choose three people to cook her and start a main and dessert. And she cooked, she chose me to make her main. And uh, the meal I made was terrible. It was uh, chicken and salad. Have faith, have faith in yourself. It was chicken salad and it was all cold. Oh, um, oh, actually, yeah. (laughs) But uh, we, the, 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 the day it was just wicked, you know, it was like, it was a lot of sexual tension. It was a lot of flirting. It was just, it was just flowing. And um, yeah, from then there, I just thought hundred percent, it was just kind of all Millie. And um, we kind of went through the journey and just kind of growing closer and closer. And it was just like, it felt like we, like we had known each other for years. And uh, yeah, I was loving every minute. Obviously I went to class for more then and, and uh, dropped the <laughs> then, done a few things. Which, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> We did a few things people didn't approve of, and um, <laughs> and yeah, you know, I came back and that that uh, scene around the fire pit when uh, you know, I come back and Lily comes in and she just like throws me under the bus and everyone around the fire pit was all looking at me in disgust and I knew like it was millions of people back home watching me in disgust. Did and you think like, oh, of that God. at that moment? Were you like people are watching this back home and they 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 might have turned on me? What it was, I was there, and I like I don't know if you remember, but when she calls me, I just start laughing. Yeah, I put my hand in my chin and start laughing. That was just out of pure awkwardness, and you know, I just thought, and I found the situation just like, how have I ended up in this situation? And I was thinking, obviously, I knew people were watching back home. That, that wasn't my main thing, but it was. I was thinking, my parents are watching this, and if they could see how awkward this, they, they know how awkward this is. I'm just, and I that's why I just laughed because. I just thought it's so awkward. And um and yeah, I was just oh my god, people hate me. Everyone's gonna hate me. And I had to stay in the doghouse then for like eight days. 
And um, I just felt like every day I was going to be dumped. Every day was, day after next, I was going to be dumped. They even, my, my name was still on Millie's bed. It was our bed. My name was there. Millie's name was there. They even scrubbed my name off the bed on one of them days. I was like, why is my name gone? I was like, oh, I'm going home. I'm going home. Oh I said, Millie, look, I'm so sorry, but you know, I haven't had a chance to redeem myself. And I'm going home. But as a stand, I didn't go home. And, um, and yeah, we kind of rekindled and went on to win the show. And uh, yeah, it was an amazing journey. How was it knowing that Millie went for to meet Lily? And also as well, the fact they called Millie and Lily. I mean, I know. Yeah, that, um, that, that couldn't, yeah, that couldn't have yeah, been worse. Exactly, uh, exactly. Um, yeah, well, obviously I came back, you know, I kind of talked to Millie about it, explained everything. And um, and then, like, I just need a few days then for it to come round and to try and, like, you know, to heal over it. You know, I'll explain myself and hopefully she'd, She'd understand and, and give me a chance. But then it was just one thing after the next. And, you know, it was like, they just wanted to make it worse and worse and make a storyline out of it. And, and obviously, the producers obviously planned for Millie to go out with Lily and, you know, it made good TV. You know, people in the public thought, like, Lily must have rang Millie up and thought, uh, oh, Millie, let's go for a date. I could tell you, it doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? It was like the producers plan everything, you know, and, and so obviously when I went for a date, I was like, oh, God, this, this is never ending. And Millie came back then. She was crying because Lily had told her things. And half it wasn't half it wasn't true. Um, but that's TV for you. You've got to make good TV, haven't you? Um, and I know that. You know, it was just, we, they got to make a TV show and we are the, are the numbers who are on the show, which, they, you know, they, which I get, you know, they've given this opportunity to be on a, on a great TV show, the chance to find someone. But in doing that, they can make you out to be a certain way to fit the narrative, and and that's TV. And you know, I'm I was okay with that because you know I, they've changed my life in a way. So it is what I, it is. I've heard that half the time in the villa, it's actually quite dull. I mean, because we only see forty five minutes an hour. A day, yeah. You got adverts, you know, so it's only like 40 yeah. minutes a night you're watching, and yeah, half of the time we're just sitting around, just bored. And you know, if it was up to us, we would just be sleeping all I would just be sleeping all the time and chilling in the sun. But obviously, the producers they, they create scenarios and they, they do the challenges and stuff like that just to you know, obviously make the uh TV show. and me, I would be on the day bed with Millie. Any two minutes I had, I'd just be resting my eyes, having a nap, and just trying to stay out of the sun. It was so hot in the sun, and um, I and we'd just be tired most of the time because we they they tell you know they they tell us what time to get up in the morning. You know they'd wake us up, um, then we're out all day filming, and then in the night, then we're filming all night until early hours in the morning, and then back up in. So it, you know it was it was like late nights, early mornings. So then half the time, you're just tired. So I would just try and sleep as much as I can for the day, even though I wasn't allowed. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's, just, it's a bit boring um, until they do a challenge or something juicy happens, and then they're arguing. And then you win. You win the show. Come out yeah. of the villa. You have this immense public eye on your relationship with Millie. How is that? Yeah, difficult. Very difficult. Um, you know, that's probably oh, that is one of the reasons why we, we went our separate ways because um, 
you know, having all these eyes in your relationship and all these people feeling like they are involved and are a part of your relationship is difficult. And we kind of got, it was like we had to show we were happy. You know, if we didn't post a photo for like four days, people would be like, you know, have they, have they broken up? And this, so we felt like we had to sh- prove we were happy. And in doing that then, it kind of makes you unhappy. And yeah, just everyone getting involved and stuff. It was difficult. And um and yeah, you know, if I went on a night out or, you know, whatever, people would say certain things at the sense of the Millie just to try and like, you know, because they're nasty, you know, and and I don't know. It's uh, it's difficult having a relationship in the public eye. And, you know, I'd be skeptical about doing that again in the future. Obviously, I would, but I wouldn't be, you know, it was, it was just obviously the the whole thing, you know, the winners of Love Island, we had to put out there, we were just, you know, these winners and we're obviously in, that's gone now. So, you know, I'm not going to be like this over the top um, with my next partner, my current partner. <laughs> and mental health uh, is such an important thing uh, at the minute. So kind of did that have a knock on effect on your mental health when everyone was looking and, and everything was kind of being scrutinized in that in that respect? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I'm always someone who's always been in control. Um you know, of my job, my feelings, you know, what I do. And like all of a sudden I was just kind of just come off the show and I'm told to go here, told to go there. Um, you know, you gotta do this ad, do that, and and obviously in a new relationship, moved to Essex from Wales, didn't know anyone. And then like some now you're some sort of celebrity when, you know, I was a bricklayer growing up, you know, all, all this time and and yeah, it's it did you know I did struggle and like I was doing this job then I was this like TV influencer and sort of, sort of thing and and all I knew was bricklay and so then I had to record myself and do ads and I I remember I just couldn't do it. I remember calling my mother, you know, and I came off the show. I said, "Mom, I I can't do this." I remember screaming. I I record myself. And I just hate looking at myself. And um, you know, it took some time to get used to. But uh, yeah, it, I did I did find it hard. Um, Still find it hard now. What do you do to look after your mental health now? So training is a massive thing for me. Uh, you know, I box, I go to the gym, I run. Uh, that's massive for me. And coming home, seeing family as well. You know, I love being home. I got like loads of rivers and, and mountains and stuff, which that's my happy place, you know, go swimming in the rivers, walk up the mountains. We don't have them in Essex, unfortunately. Very flat and there's no rivers, no mountains, nothing. Uh, so yeah, we don't have that in Essex, which is which is annoying. But so I get to come home and see family and, and, and get all these nice things. And um, and yeah, and just, just being fit and healthy. Because after the show, because we were like busy all the time, and, you know, we and, and also we... We were busy, but then we would also have be not busy, just chilling in the house and and uh, you know, I was just having takeaways morning, noon and evening, you know, all the time. And we just got into a terrible routine where I wasn't training, I wasn't eating, and it was horrendous. I hate you know, I hated being like that. So being healthy, you know, eating healthy, training, being fit, it does wonders for your mind, you know. And people who are feeling low get out and go for a walk, go out and do something, you know, just feel like you've achieved something that day you know fitness does so much for the body but for the mind even more definitely and looking at things now um you confirmed last month that you and millie are now back together 
how are things going? We've um, been getting a lot of questions about it. And like me and Millie, we are, you know, we, we've been talking again and, you know, we've been taking things slow and going at our own pace. And, um, and yeah, you know, we, we had time apart and it was needed. We needed that time apart. And, um, and yeah, we, 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 we're giving things a shot. I'll, uh, you know, I, I kind of leave it at that. Um, like I said, I want to kind of keep it to a certain level at the moment. Um, people know, people have seen things, you know, they know we've, we've met up and seen each other and we've, we're trying things again, but, um, I just want to kind of keep it to a, a certain level so we can kind of control it, you know, and, um, and people say, well, it shouldn't matter. It's only you two. And that's agreed, obviously. But then, you know, we just kind of want to keep protect it at the moment, <laughs> if that makes sense. Do things feel different at the minute? Uh, with myself and Millie? Well, just in general, yourself and Millie, kind of now now you've had that time to almost process the fact that you're Love Island winners. But now that you've kind of started talking again with Millie, do things feel different? Yeah, obviously we've, you know, we we come off the show and we grew together in this new life, and then we we went our separate ways and we continue to grow in our own ways. Then um, I know, and then seeing each other again, then it's nice to just you know see where things are at. And and look, you know, I love Millie, and I did since you know when we first first got together. You know, we've shared amazing experiences, and um, you know, she's been my best friend well she's been a, one of my very good friends since we first met it you know and like even when we weren't together we tried to stay as friendly as possible at times it wasn't easy you know because we weren't together but uh you know she's a good girl so we always round off these uh interviews uh with two questions um the first question it knowing what you know now what advice would you give your younger self whether that be your younger self a couple of years ago on Love Island or your younger self back in your bricklaying days or before that? Growing up, I always wanted to grow up. <laughs> I always wanted okay. to be, um, you know, I, I remember I was like, I don't know, I think when I was 14, I wanted to be 17. I wanted to start driving, you know, I wanted to be 18. And I, when I was 18, I wanted to be 21. And then like, and I don't know, I just always wanted to be older and, and stuff like that. I'm only 23 now. But like, I'd love to go back when I was like 14, 15 and, you know, nothing in the world mattered. Nothing, you know, no cares or worries. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm still young now, but, um, you know, I definitely not wish your life away and, um, and just do everything and anything, you know, like up until you're, I don't know, people feel like they have to be millionaires by the time they're, you know, 21 these days or in a, an amazing job or settle down with family, you know, do everything and everything. Um, try things. You know, you learn you don't like things, and just just but do everything. Don't ever like close yourself off to anything. I was did football, rugby, did a bit of golf when I was younger. I did fishing, just like the loads of stuff which I enjoy. You know, some stuff. You know, I even played guitar, which I was rubbish at. And um, but yeah, just just do everything and and, and try everything because uh, yeah, and and travel. If you want to travel and travel, um, you know, I never went to uni either. Um, I know it was fun, but I, I did a season up my Ibiza instead, um, which I loved. So, um, yeah, definitely. And if I could go back, I'd kind of just, you know, just do it all again. Because that's what I've done, you know, just, just try and do everything as, as much as you can. And um, Liam, what would you like to see happen next? 
for myself or in life anything life um i don't know whether the world's in a bit of a funny place at the moment um i don't know there's a lot of a lot going on i'm not too clued up enough about it to give too much of an opinion what about um, for you feel... what, what about what would you like to see happen in your life next um definitely want to aim to do doing some more tv work uh that's what i want to do um definitely this event this event is something which i really want to have take off you know take off the ground and 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 take as as many places and do as many great things as possible keep doing some more work with charity and just just being happy just uh living my life and you know enjoying time with friends and family and going holidays <laughs> And um, yeah, just being happy and, and, and enjoying life. One other thing I'd like to ask you about, um, current series of Love Island, it's on yeah. right now. Are you watching? I am watching, yes, I am watching. But which couples are you enjoying? Which couples are you supporting? Uh, well, look, I've been watching it from the start and it's been going well. I've enjoyed it. Um, I wish I was in the tea. I wish I was on there instead of watching. Yeah. <laughs> Not to this, I'd rather go back to my season. I'd love to do my season all over again. You know, if if they wanted to redo it, I would do it in a heartbeat, just to experience it all over again. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been watching this year, and it's, it's been good. You know, and obviously, Castle War just happened, the famous lads and ladies holiday, um, and obviously, Tyreek is in a bit of a pickle at the moment. But I love Whitney. Whitney's Whitney's the she's my girl. I love her. she's she's funny, man. She's really uh, she's good vibes. Um, so it's nice to see she's found um, Lock Lockham Lockham. Yeah, is that his name? And he seems like a nice guy as well. So hopefully something goes well there because you know he's a good looking guy. She's she's a gorgeous girl and and hopefully it goes well. But she's funnier. I like Whitney. I think all the Welsh Love Islanders throughout all the series should just have one massive night out i think that would be amazing i think can you can that you imagine it like yeah i mean you, who've you got in there page you've got in there you scott have you ever actually met any of the other uh, welshies from love island i've met page um have i met liam flewellyn he was on it last yes. year as well yeah um you got tom powell from series one as well series two i think so yeah um, who else? I just think it would be great. Know. Can you imagine it? You probably all like you could. You'd obviously go in there with the big guns because you you won it. You know, you'd be like, come on, <laughs> yeah, try harder, yeah. Um, Liam, <laughs> Liam, this has been uh, absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for having a chat with me. From all of us at Wales Online, Diachenval. Thank you very much, Diachenval. See you soon. hope you've enjoyed this episode of in the spotlight for more tv and showbiz news subscribe to our newsletter on walesonline.co.uk